Welcome to Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, your total Ontario hunting podcast. This episode of Ontario Outdoor Pursuit is brought to you in part by Titanium Archery Products. TAP specializes in high-performance bow accessories that are designed to improve bow control and accuracy in addition to reducing vibration and shot noise. TAP manufactures stabilizers, quick disconnects, and string stops, plus much more. Use discount code Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, no capitals, all one word, Check it out at titaniumarcheryproducts.com for your 15% off purchase. Titanium Archery Products, not just another carbon copy. What's up, everybody? We're here this week joined with Jacob Gowdy and his girlfriend, Catherine, from Ontario. How's it going, guys? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. So you guys were able to get out and uh, get some turkey hunting in. And uh, I believe, Catherine, this was your first hunt ever? Yep. And what are your thoughts to that? Uh, I'm obsessed now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, it draws you. It's all it takes, eh? It's just one time out. What's, what's awesome is you actually harvested a bird on that hunt too, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We were super excited when you saw the picture come up. We were like, you know what? Cam and I have been uh, shit out of luck this year for turkey hunting so yeah, far. We're not so doing so hot. We're like, you know what? We should probably get someone successful on the show. So we thought you guys would be perfect, especially since you're from Ontario. And I thought it was pretty exciting to have you on. Well, that's a compliment. <laughs> um, so, uh, whereabouts are you guys from in Ontario? Uh, Drumbo, Kitchener area. Oh, right on. Yeah, I drove past there going to Cambridge for work every day. Right on. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we're, we're situated right in Strathroy in London, so, I mean, it's kind of funny. We're only 40 minutes apart, not even that, I think. So Yeah. yeah. We'll definitely have to do some shooting soon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you guys want to talk a bit okay. about yourselves, introduce yourselves, um, whatever you want to do? you want to introduce yourself <laughs> <laughs> just uh you know like how long you've been hunting for what you think about it um your guy obviously your names um what just... what got you guys into hunting maybe a little bit and just yeah just spitball from there my name is jacob Gowdy. i've been hunting for seven years now right on uh right you're not gonna so a lot of people just kind of take the first thing they want i, I kind of like that you choose what you want and you're dedicated to do that yeah yeah we have um an old buck that she wants to shoot oh right on um so jacob does your family hunt then is that how you kind of got into it or yeah my uh grandfather always hunted so i always went with him since i was six. Oh, okay right on yeah, that makes sense always waterfowl and uh just small game he didn't shoot a deer till he was 63 Oh, okay. I took him, I took him out deer hunting and he got one. Awesome. During shotgun season. That's awesome, man. That's a story you get to keep with you forever. Yep. Yeah, we end up throwing it in the back of my car. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> what I want to hear. Oh. <laughs> I love those stories, though, when things just kind of, they just kind of happen and they kind of yeah. make us laugh at it, so. Truck broke down that day, so we threw it in. I had an old deal and tree at the time and we threw it in the trunk. 
Really? That's awesome. Yeah. The same thing, like, I just have a little car. My brother's got a Chevy Malibu, and I call him every time I shoot a deer, and we throw it in the trunk of his car. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever wanted to call us, we're fully 40 minutes away for this year if you need us to come get you. <laughs> I need help dragging a deer out. <laughs> Honestly, I'd, I'd be there. So you guys were uh, you guys were fortunate enough to harvest some turkeys this spring season. Season's not over yet. Um, what was the activity like the morning that you guys went out and were getting lucky? Uh, it was the day after that windstorm, so we weren't really expecting anything. Yeah. No, because the bush was like a. We did, yeah, we didn't know uh, where we were gonna really hunt. We decided to hunt a property that I've hunted since 2012, and it's got a giant cliff base that the farmer's house sits on okay and um he owns both sides of the river and there's a lower field that during when it's windy the turkeys will roost um along that cliff base to get them out of the wind yeah gonna have my brother hunt one side we were gonna hunt the other just because we didn't know where the birds were and uh he went to go down the little roadway and all the trees were falling across the road so he couldn't actually make it down there he ended up going home. He's like, I'm going back to bed. You guys can go. <laughs> what time was so, this at? Oh, we, uh... We uh, got up at quarter to three. Yeah, we were up at Jeez. quarter to three. Uh, met him there around, I think it was about 3.30. Yeah. Okay. And then he decided to just pack her up because he can't make her down in the, to the field. And then uh, we always go in super early because we carry decoys ground blind everything the camera yeah. now uh, yeah, camera <laughs> it's a lot of gear like we're usually in the field around four four yeah quarter after four set up so like we're usually in way like an hour before daybreak just, yeah there's no noise yeah so it's nice and quiet and it's a good habit to get into it'll it'll well obviously bring you success in the field <laughs> i was gonna say they, they just shot a bird <laughs> i think they're yeah. good <laughs> I'm the same way with deer hunting too. I'm always in there super early. I'm usually a good hour, hour and a half before sun up. I'm usually sitting in my stand. That way, it just allows the bush to settle down. You don't really spook much. Yeah, it's not like you know, that way. You don't run into that problem where if someone else hunts that property too, they walk in at like eight thirty and you're there since like five thirty, and you're just like, what the hell? Just... Yeah, well, we do have um, a guy and his son that also hunt the same property. But if I'm in there, they don't come down in and bother me. Oh, okay, that's awesome. They know where to stay out, so I'm usually there way before they even, they even ask me, like, what time do you get here? <laughs> I always tell them, way before you guys are probably even out of bed. <laughs> um, so I kind of wanted to ask about your setup real quick. So I know you have a Hoyt. Yep. Which is awesome. Do you want to talk about your bow, what you have on it, what the bow is exactly? And I want to ask Catherine that too. Um if that's right, because I know you shoot a crossbow, and I kind of want to learn about what crossbow you have. Galber Matrix Cup. Oh, okay, right on. And that's with the scope on it? Yeah. Yeah, right. she's got the Excalibur Berry Zone scope on it. Oh, okay, right on. Um, So then for your arrows that you used on your crossbow, were they the uh, fire ones that they come with? No, I have her shooting a um, 18 and a half inch Black Eagle Executioner's. <laughs> Damn. With uh, 110 uh, brass uh, insert, and then a, she was using a 125 grain new archery product uh, sling blade. Okay. Blade uh, expandable. That's a hard. That's a heavy hidden arrow, man. 
Oh yeah, well, then, like for deer, she is a six blade, but with turkey, I decided to switch over to expandable. Yeah. Well, you can tell that he knows. What yeah. I'm talking about. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. You harvested the bird this time. He didn't. No. <laughs> I didn't even bring my bow with me. No, no you, but, was, but uh, you did film it. I was though. just gonna film, film her. It was just so much stuff to carry. I just said I'll just carry the camera gear and everything else. That's awesome. So Sorry. the film is available to watch, which I did. Um, how yeah. can people watch that, if that's okay? Uh, on our Instagram. I think almost 100 people have seen it. On that, Instagram. That's awesome. That bird just dropped, though. I loved it. Yeah, she broke its neck. Pretty sure you could break anything that turkey's body, though, with that grain of arrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, Jacob, you want to go over your setup on your bow? Yeah, I got a 2017 Hoyt Pro Defiant 34. Yep. I've got, um... Foghog Fast Eddie XL double pin on it. A Hamsky Hybrid Hunter Pro Nim Driven Rest. Uh, titanium Archery Products Element X, uh, 8 inch with uh, 4 ounces of weight on it. Okay. I also have the Titanium Archery Products Quick Disconnect. Yep. And then uh, American Best Bow Strings. I got uh, some Platinum Series strings done this year. That's awesome. So what uh what pa- what poundage are you shooting if I can ask? I'm shooting at uh, sixty five. Okay, yeah, that's a really good bow weight. That's awesome. Um, so now that you've harvested your first turkey, and Jacob, obviously you have before, is there any yep. hunts that you guys want to do other than deer and turkey, which is what you've done? Well, I'd like to do elk. That's my dream hunt. No, that's my dream hunt. Get on the list. <laughs> <laughs> <That's bad. laughs> I would like to do probably. Uh... Alaska moose or like the Yukon moose. Oh yeah, good oh, yeah. Good choice. Or uh, elk hunting is kind of like turkey hunting, so that'd be fun too. A lot yeah, of running. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of running gunning. I love watching elk hunts. Plus, like their antlers. We have a set of elk antlers here in the podcast room, and it's just like every time I walk in, I'm like, oh, those are awesome. <laughs> it was a pair of sheds, wasn't it? Yeah, those were. I got when I when I bought my ram. The uh, the dealer gave me a pair of. Uh, elk antlers to go with my truck so i said okay oh that's cool that's sweet yeah it was like instead of dropping money i decided to go with antlers which is pretty stupid but i mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) just had to go with it um yeah so you guys mentioned uh you can check the video out on instagram uh do you want to just lift off your instagram accounts real quick for us so everyone else can see that Uh, mine cat uh it's k-a-t-t-z or f-z-e-d and that's it Yep. And then mine, Jacob Gowdy 3, J-A-C-O-B-G-O-W-D-Y-3. Also, Jacob, I wanted to ask you, uh, you mentioned titanium archery products for your stabilizer. Uh, yep. How did you get hooked up with that? And I want you to talk about a little bit about that, your first your first encounter with TAP, and let's let's just start with that. I've seen a lot of um, like posts on different social media sites about it, and then I watched a couple YouTube videos uh, that were up. I was trying to decide on what stabilizer I was going to buy when I had my uh, bitter attitude. Yeah. And uh, I bought a, just a cheap stabilizer from it was 60x strings. It was just one that they made. And it, the stud was too long on it, so I had to end up flipping it around, end up ripping it off the bow, and I end up ordering, um, well, I seen the ambassadorship for titanium archery products, so I tried to see if I could get that, and uh, Sam end, ended up accepting me, so really? I ordered one for me and one for my brother, and 
we both just loved them. Yep. How dead in the hand it made your bow feel. How you could just hold your bow really steady if you had the right weight on there. And that's a common uh, that's a common phrase actually, because you've mentioned that a couple times. Yep. And I've said it a few times. It's a dead in the hand feel. It's it's a great. Oh yeah, feel. it doesn't even feel like the bow moves. No. When no. you shoot it. No, that's awesome. Um, Catherine, do you think you'll ever go to compound, or do you think you'll stick with crossbows? Yeah, I'll go to compound when I have the money too. <laughs> that's fair. Jake, why didn't you give her your old bear? Because it only goes down to fifty. Yeah, and yeah I can't that's pull that back. Pretty, Yeah, that's a pretty heavy st- to start. Yeah, that makes sense. We're thinking about getting her like a diamond FB one edge or yeah, maybe a mission. mission. That's funny. That's exactly what our buddy Steve has for his first bow. It's a great all around because you're. It's so so customizable and the options of you know, Jacob, you could shoot that bow, or Catherine, you could shoot that bow. And, and yeah. it doesn't take much to change change those uh, adjustments. No, draw weight and draw length is super easy to change on. I've been watching a lot of videos and reading up on it. Yeah, good, so good. Probably one that will get her. That makes sense. And then get her a bunch of tap stuff on there. <laughs> load it with tap. Just load it with tap. Yeah. Um, How do you guys like the string stop? Oh, by far, hands down, my favorite product that they make. Like over top of the just the Hoyt standard one, it's way better. Yeah, the, the Hoyt standard one was all right. I mean, um, my my Hoyt's pretty quiet to begin with, but when you put the tap one on there, it's just it's so stupidly quiet. We did a few tests in my basement, actually. The podcast uh, room. Yeah, that, that that's <laughs> a bad idea to do. Uh, shooting at five yards with can we bows talk, like wait, that. Can we talk about that real quick? Yeah, let's talk. Yeah, so Cam decided to put a block target on his chair yeah. and uh, shoot into it. Um, this is my girlfriend's computer chair, so like, oh, just, yeah. just for her to sit in and now, now know that there's a hole through it on the <laughs> arrow, she's not too pumped. Yeah, so it blew right through yeah. the target and went through the chair. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so don't do that, but... <laughs> we we tested it out in the podcast they're like, room. They're both like, no, we're not dumb enough to shoot at a chair. Well, you know what? We were. We did have the block target up, though. That's positive. Yeah. Um, no, we tried it in the podcast room. We did both with the Bowtech and without. And by far, um, the tap um, string stop was just way more quiet. It was unbelievable. Even the look on my face. There's a YouTube video of that. On, that's on our website. And... The look on my face is just a shock. Probably a look that I probably shouldn't say what else describes that look, but <laughs> it's one of those, you know, head-turning kind of looks. Yeah. It's, so it's, if you can get your yeah. hands on one of those, definitely talk with Sam. Um, it's well worth the cash. Yeah. I, I'd I, like to I've add... I've been thinking about it for my defiant. Yeah, that's fair. I'd like to add, like, I'm happy you're on Team Hoyt and not Team Botech for Cameron. I used to have a Botech and Sandy CPX. <laughs> Oh, you switched from Hoyt to Hoyt. I love it. Uh, that was my uh, my first bow was a Martin Lynx XRG Hunter series. It was like this old bow I bought off of a buddy for like fifty bucks, oh, and uh, I shot my first deer with that. And then I ended up buying a uh, Bowtech and Sandy CPX in uh, 2012. So why the why the switch? Because Hoyt's better. Well, you know Bowtech. But I I end up. Um, Switching, I traded in my Bowtech and bought the Excalibur Matrix 380 when it came out. Okay. And then I got rid of that uh, this year and got the Hoyt. Because I was just tired of lugging around a big crossbow. And, Time for change. Yeah. Yeah. 
I just, go back to shooting compound. Yeah, I just love the vertical bows. I mean, I'm right now I'm debating on going back to trad bows to be honest, but Cam keeps beating me up for it. It's like you're yeah, not. I, like, got, uh, I think it would be cool. It's not horrible, like, <laughs> it, it's cool to shoot that, but the compound's way nicer. Even, yeah. I, I shot, uh, Marcello just got the new RX-1, and it, it was a very nice bow. Obviously, you find, you get what bow feels um, nicest to you, so obviously that one he, he's very fond of. And the Bowtech was the one for me, but uh, aside from that, like, I'm not, I don't hate Hoyt, I just, I'm pro Bowtech because I got one. Seven, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, that one's pretty sweet bow. It's a very nice, forgiving bow. Um, I shoot well with it. It looks sweet. Um, I did get to hold one of the. Uh, I haven't shot much of it at uh, Antler River, the the, the new realm, um, and the grip on it was another. Like if someone were like, you know, you want to sell me that Rain Seven, I'd be like, yeah, for sure, it's yours. I'll go get a realm right away. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's very nice. Uh, but yeah. you know what? It's almost like any company out there right now. Hoyt, uh, Bowtech, I can't say as much for Matthews, but Matthews does have some nice bows. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of companies have a lot of nice bows out right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Cam and I are going on a bear hunt next week for our tree. Yep. Um, is there any – would you ever do a bear hunt? Oh, I'd love to do a bear hunt. Yeah? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. We were just like thinking, we were like, huh. I wonder if Jake would ever do a bear hunt. That'd be kind of cool for maybe maybe one year work something out, right? Yeah. Oh, I'd definitely do a bear hunt. That'd be a lot of fun. Right on. Well, we'll definitely keep that in mind. What other hunts are you guys going to get involved in? Um, are you guys going to be doing deer again this year? And Catherine, are you going to get out for deer this year as well? Yeah. Yeah, she's going to be out. We'll be out uh, all fall. Uh, me and my brother still got to fill tags for turkey, so we're going to be out for the rest of the season. Yeah, you guys are going to be going out for another bird, I guess? Yeah, we went out Sunday, the day after Catherine got one. And yeah. it's a new property that I got permission to hunt last year. And uh, every time that I've gone there, the turkeys have always stayed in the bush, walked down through the bush and flew across the river on me and went to a neighboring property. So me and my brother decided we'll get up early and sneak in between the river and them. And we watched two toms come out of the tree first thing in the morning. They stood up on the ridge gobbling at us. And just we were messing with them for like an hour. And they ended up turning around and walking right up to the field that we've been hunting all before. So they completely changed the pattern on us. So how, how else did that, like, how'd that tom come in? And what was it like? What kind of, could you give us a description? Not so much, an, you can give me an example if you want of how you called that tom if you did some calling. I always, um, I always bring my, uh, I have a Primo's, like, gobbler call that I always speak with me. Okay. And then, um, I always bring a box call, a, some kind of spike call, like, a, I use a crystal surface. Yeah. So you can just, it's more raspy and you can kind of get sound out there. Yeah. And then I always use, have diaphragms on me, so I kind of just switch back and forth so you sound like multiple hens over there and then... I'll usually do a couple Jake gobbles at them. So you're kind of mimicking as, a, as if it's like a group of birds and not so much one or just two birds that are, you know, the same yeah. the same call after call after call. Yeah. Usually I'll do a couple gobbles at them, but I don't want to get too aggressive 
we're gobbling at them because then they might think it's a mature bird yeah. and get spooked by it. And that morning we um, had three toms gobbling at us, two across the river, one on our side. But further away. But yeah, a lot further away. We could hear them quite a ways away. Probably a couple properties over. Yeah. And um, they were gobbling all morning, but the two we couldn't get, like we were waiting for them to cross over, but we could hear a hand over with them. Yeah. So we knew it wasn't going to be like a quick hunt. It was going to be like an all-day kind of sit. Yeah. So uh, the one Tom on our side, he quit gobbling. So we just kept working on the birds every 15 minutes, half an hour. I'd kind of just do a couple calls just to kind of keep them interested. So once they were done with the hen over there, we could get them to come over. And um, around, I think it was, 8.30, it sounded like they were right in the field with us. So we were looking out the crack in the blind window, trying to find them. And we didn't see anything, but it just sounded close. And then about quarter two, uh, Catherine looked out the window, and he was standing right by the tractor trail that crosses the river. And that's when I got my shake. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say, I didn't, I didn't want to talk about that after, about what your experience, but I want, I want Jacob to finish the story real quick. He ended up coming right on a string. I was watching him the whole time. Catherine couldn't quite see him because she was on the left side of the blind. I was on the right, and he was coming from the left. So I was just saying he's coming. And then once I got him into frame on the camera, I flipped it on and just filmed the rest of it, him coming in, spitting and drumming. That's awesome. What kind and, of... Uh, him circling in the decoys and challenging the Jake decoy, and she dropped him. That's awesome. So what kind of decoys did you guys have out? I have uh, the Flexstone quarter strut okay. with uh, a Jake decoy that I shot last year on opening day. Yeah. Not Jake decoy, uh, Jake fan. And then um, I have two of the Mad uh, decoys, a feeding hen and upright hen okay. that I've repainted. You ever, uh, you ever seen the funky chicken? Yeah. <laughs> we uh, we yeah. run those and they're just they're amusing. Thomas beat the hell out of them. But they. <laughs> They just look. Have, have you seen them, Catherine? Have Have you seen them, Catherine? Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, they're awesome. Body and the yeah. giant head on them. Yeah, they're awesome. They're just like a little football. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you do? You throw the funky chicken around? When I get bad at turkey head, yeah. Maybe that's why we're it was just a little bit of football practice oh. out there, not enough hunting. Yeah. Well, like last week, it was Cam and I were set up across the field, right? And uh, we saw where they were roosting the night before, so we went. I was probably like 60, 70 yards from them on the other side of the field where they were roosted. And yep. crazy morning Saturday, just like gobble, gobble. There's gobbling going on everywhere. And then first light comes, and all you hear is boom, boom, boom. Three shotgun sh- uh, rounds go off in the field next to us. Another two go off in another field. We're like, what the hell? It's World War Three back where we're sitting. So yeah. um, sure as shit, these toms come down for the roost. Instead of coming to the field where I am, they go right back into the ravine. I have I can't even see them at this point. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get Catherine and Jacob on here. Teach me how to shoot a damn turkey this year because I can't do it apparently. <laughs> so it, it's been an eventful weekend for us. and it, It's been fun. I can't deny it. But it it's just been hard with the, with the winter that we had and yeah. snow late. It's been hard because they were hemmed up so late. Yeah. And their their winter groups were huge until like mid April. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was getting them still in winter flocks the week before opener. 
Yeah, I completely believe that. It was ridiculous here. And then we had that pouring rain opening day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wasn't too much fun. Unfortunately, I was at work, so I couldn't even get out if I wanted to. You know what, though? I seen on, uh, and then Jacob, I think you're a part of the uh, Ontario Hunting uh, Unite page in the 509 Fishing and Hunting. Yeah, we both are. Uh, okay. Yeah, there was uh there was a lot of post of a lot of birds down opening morning for that wet day. Yeah. Yeah, all shotgun hunters. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean like it's awesome to get a bird with a shotgun, but it's just like when I see a bow kill I'm like, that's awesome. I wanna talk to that person. Oh, yeah, I wanna I hear what happens. I like the challenge of bow hunting them. It's just, the hunt's not over usually when you shoot them with a bow. There's you're still hunting them after yeah. usually they fly off or run off and you've got to trail them or keep an eye on them. I've had one land in a river before. Yeah, and we had to go for That's awesome. Um, did you guys eat the turkey yet? Yeah, yeah, we ate it the Sunday. Okay. Had everybody <laughs> over and had a huge turkey dinner. Did you do like a turkey fry or how'd you do it? No, uh, just like you would on uh, Thanksgiving in the oven. In the oven. Oh, that's amazing. The stuffing, uh, sweet potatoes, okay. beans. beans, everything like that. Well done, guys. That's awesome. We uh, usually don't let them too long. No. Yeah. And I fed the whole family, so. Yeah. Right on. So, Catherine, back to you. Um, when that Tom came in and during the shot, after the shot, um, what was going through your mind? How did you feel? Like, that? I, I don't think anyone ever forgets their first harvested animal. And it's kind of cool that you got to experience with your boyfriend, who obviously you care about. I really hope so. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I think that's a cool experience. So do you want to just kind of like go through what was going through your mind um, before, during, and after you saw that bird? Well, it's, I guess, yeah, my first animal I've ever shot. Yeah. And when I had seen it, when he was saying, when I had saw it coming into the field, when it had crossed the field, I got the shakes right away. He had his hand on my knee for some part of it when he had come in because I just, I was like uncontrollable shaking. Like it's just your adrenaline running. Yeah. It's an adrenaline rush. And now I completely understand what people are saying when you get the shake. And he had come in. Jacob had seen him first because he was on the side where he was coming from the left. So we had seen him before I even saw him. But I could hear him coming and getting closer and closer. And it was just like an anxiety attack almost. Like it just, my blood pressure was like just rising. That's awesome. And yeah. I don't think I had anything going on in my head at that point. I think it was just waiting for the right time to shoot him because I didn't want to take an unethical shot. I, I really do respect that about you, by the way. So that's awesome of you. And you can hear Jacob in the background saying, shoot him, shoot him. And I'm like, like he's not stopping. Like I don't want to take that shot if it's going to mess it up because actually in the fall I had a turkey come in and I did miss it. But I don't know if it was because of me or if my crossbow was a little bit off. Right. Yeah. So I didn't want to mess this one up, especially with it being such a nice-looking Tom. Because he was beautiful when he came in. I bet. And he was so I... big. Oh, I saw the video. Don't you worry. I saw the video as soon as Jacob posted it. Yeah. yeah so I waited for the right time. And I thought about waiting for him to... Because I thought he was going to start beating on the decoy. Yeah. But then I was worried that he was going to wreck that turkey fan that Jacob had put on it. <laughs> so I didn't want that to happen either. <laughs> quick stop but that. he was the perfect spot for me to shoot him, so I just took the shot. Yeah. And after that shot was taken, um, the shake got worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
That's but awesome. it's almost like a, I had a grieving process for the bird too. I kind of got upset, but I didn't cry. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you, res- you respected it though, right? <laughs> but I didn't cry for him. But I did feel a little bit. Yeah, it's like a respect <laughs> thing, right? I love it. I love it. Yeah. You Although... kind of go through all of the emotions, like the grief, the shock. Uh, yeah. Being surprised, being amazed, being proud of yourself. It gets better from this point on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'm excited because it's kind of lived up for it since our deer season kind of sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, there was this post that I remember reading. It was like, um, if you go out and hunt and you never get anything ever, you're just an outdoorsman. So I think you're officially a hunter, right? You, you've harvested <laughs> your first animal. <laughs> You're in there. That's awesome. Um, that's not to bash people that, I mean, go out there, like, all the time and never shoot anything. It happens. I don't know. I think it's awesome that you actually got a bird. And... Yeah, it eventually happens. Oh, hell yeah. That's... Yeah, it's just the right timing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jacob, do you remember your first animal and what you went through your mind? Yeah, my first... Uh, well, I grew up shooting birds and everything with my pellet gun. Yeah, we all did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I started out with and shooting squirrels with my pellet gun. And then uh, my first animal was a buck that I shot with my bow. I was hunting a farm where my mom lives. And uh, I was tying this little, it's like a drainage ditch. Yep. And uh, neighbor's dog ended up running through. And I probably got every deer run out of here. So I decided to do some still hunting along a cornfield back by a pond and um when i was walking along the edge of the pond i could see corn stalks moving i thought oh it's a raccoon i'll just take him out because he's ruining the cornfield and so i knocked an arrow and uh as i kind of tilted out of the corn i noticed antlers and i'm like oh that's a big raccoon man <laughs> <laughs> but it was a nice little eight point and shot him at probably 15 yards on the ground with the compound that's awesome so what went through your mind, man? Like, it's your first animal at that point, right? So, Well, it was all nerves at that point once I saw antlers. Yeah. Because yeah. I never expected to be a buck back there or anything back there. <laughs> so kind of more to go for a walk. I ended up shooting a doe in the exact same spot bedded one year. Yeah. Uh, it's after a good work, spot. I had to go for a walk along the cornfield, and I'll just take my bow with me, and sure enough, there's a doe bedded in the exact same spot. She stood up and shot her, so... Kind of become a little hot spot now. Do you know how many people must like hate you right now? <laughs> they go out all the time, never see anything. You just go for a stroll with a bow and get a deer. <laughs> well, my grandpa always told me if you're gonna go for a walk, always take something with you, your gun or your bow. Absolutely. But I've learned a lot of lessons on it because I've gone in to check the trail cameras in the spring, not take my bow with me, and have two toms standing strutting out in the field, and you just feel stupid standing there. Like, <laughs> oh, that's brutal. I like to bring my bow. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's fair. Yeah, you know if you wave to them, they're not going to wave back, so. <laughs> oh, exactly. So that's funny. Learn that. So if you're going to go for a walk, if the season's open, take what you can, and just in case. Might but as well. Usually how a lot of my hunts go is just stepping on, like, stepping on something, pretty much. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. <laughs> not actually, but, like, I've always, every single one of my deer have been in a tree stand, and. I've been fortunate enough to take a deer every year, except for last year, and I took two the year before, but, like, it's, uh, yeah, it's always been in tree stands and calling them in or watch them on a path, and I wish I kind of stumbled upon one once in a while. 
Well, I've had, uh, like, probably as I hunt are pretty thick, usually, like, pretty close quarters. Okay. I started hunting more properties that have, like, hardwoods and everything, but I grew up hunting, like, stuff that you think would be, all you'd hunt is rabbits in. Okay, real thick brush. Yeah, just, and you'd jump deer all the time, like, you'd be going in there and you'd, a deer would all of a sudden just stand up out of nowhere, like, my mom's place, there's a swamp, and uh, when I grew up, there was guys that always shotgun hunt it, yeah. and I'd always go and chat with them and everything, and they would always tell me about this big buck that they would jump in there, but they could never get him out, <laughs> and he would always creep under this pine tree, it would always be bedded under this pine tree in the middle of the swamp, and any time that he, they would jump him up, he'd run right towards the road and stand there where they couldn't shoot him. <laughs> it's like he knew, it was, and that buck, no one ever ended up getting him that I know of. I think he just died of old age, but it was just like right close to the house, and it's probably 400 yards from my mom's place. It's swamp. Okay. But I grew up hunting that, and I'd always jump bucks out of there. And the big old swamp donkey stuff and close on the ground. Oh, that's awesome, man. That that's actually really respectable to be able to do. I mean, it's essentially a spot and stock is what you're doing. Oh yeah, uh, I love hunting. Like I level with a deer and, and turkeys is more fun to me. Yeah. I do from a tree stand once in a while yep it's, it's like morning hunts i like to be up in a tree if i'm gonna be afternoon i'm usually sitting on the ground that's awesome my buddy mckenzie's like that he uh he just stalks up these turkeys yesterday he sent me a snapchat and uh he got off work early so he sends me a snapchat and he forgot he forgot his binos um saw a bird in the field it was 250 yards sent me a snapchat said 30 yards it's a freaking hen i just started laughing yeah. but like I was like, damn, that, that's awesome. <laughs> I got a hen in uh, 2012 on the ground spot and stock in the fall. Yeah. Um, me and my grandpa were out turkey hunting, and we are driving right up to his house. We went and got a Tim Hortons coffee and decided to go up to the house. And as we are driving past the field right next to his place, there's uh, three hens out in the field. Yeah. And we have permission to hunt, have permission to hunt the property from his neighbor. So I said, well, drive me back up, drop me off at the bush. And I said, I'll sneak up and shoot one. He's like, you're not going to get one. <laughs> so he dropped me off at the bush, and I knew there was a little drainage ditch that runs through it. So I walked down this drainage ditch, and I ended up popping up from the hens about 30 yards, and I dropped one. That's awesome. My so it was funny walking out with a turkey in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> what did your grandpa say when he walked back? Well, he was more mad than anything. <laughs> <laughs> the jealousy shows. Yeah. Uh, so that pretty well covers all the things that we wanted to ask you guys uh it was super nice to hear your story how Con opening morning went yeah congrats honestly that's awesome you got your first animal and your first bird yeah <laughs> super pumped for you um hopefully we get one soon <laughs> yeah it's it, we're we're cutting it close we're we've got like what one weekend and then we're yeah, uh we're, we're up, up for bear. bear hunting so hopefully oh, hopefully we can seal the deal this weekend what's that You've got limited time, then. Yeah, yeah, I know. we got to make something happen this weekend. With any luck, we can do that. Um, and good luck to you, Jacob, uh, if you're going back out for the rest yeah, of the I'll season. Yeah, Saturday before the thunderstorm. Yeah, right exactly. Yeah. I would like to, hopefully, one of these uh, days in the summer, we can meet up and shoot somewhere if you guys want. Um, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Have some drinks and uh, a few bevies and some food or something. Yeah. Do a nice shoot. <laughs> It's right, Camel DD for all of us. Cool. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> all 
All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Marcello and I have got a few things we're going to chat on, and uh, we'll crack a few jokes at the end of this episode. This will be up as soon as possible for everyone else to hear. Uh, Jacob and Catherine, thanks for coming on today. No problem. Okay, we'll talk to you guys. So that's awesome. Catherine got her first bird. Jake was there, a supporter. Yeah, I'm pretty jacked up on that. Yeah, I'm actually pretty jealous about that. Uh, not really. I mean, this is awesome. my, this will be year number four for me. Yeah. And it would have been nice to make it a consecutive fourth year of being done opening morning. Well, I mean, opening morning was kind of weird for us. I mean. Yeah, but I've done three. Yeah. Let's make it four. You, <laughs> in a perfect were, world, right? Were you in the field we hunted this year for opening morning? No. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Right on. This is a different field. I've definitely hunted this field, uh, high and low morning and afternoons. Yeah. And same thing. It's always been super active, but it's, and it's only produced once for me. Um, obviously we've met other hunters that have been out there and it's been successful for them. Yeah. So like literally last Saturday was world war three out there. It was insane. Uh, we the did golf. find out that there was a guided going on. Um, with any luck, uh, if those guys ever get to hear this podcast, reach out to us. We can chat a little bit. Um, we all know where we're hunting. Uh, yeah, there's well, only a few guided, if if a few at that. Uh, yeah, for so turkey, it's like so. every weekend they have someone new out there and they're just blasting away. I mean, well, the last weekend was six shots. It concluded with six shots. Yeah. That's, so hopefully, hopefully they got a bird. I hopefully mean, they honest, got one out of that. Yeah. Um, for us bow hunting, it was a bit like, oh, this is so nice and peaceful. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Like, <laughs> oh, great. This well, was it was awesome. wild. Like we were a little bit on the scratch pad, and uh, the uh, buddy that we'd met out there, he had his box call rocking, and it was gobble after gobble after gobble, and we were just waiting for the fly down. So everything it was almost picture perfect. Well, they flew down eventually, just. They not right in front of us. They didn't want to come anywhere near where those shotgun shells yeah. were coming from. They went right to the ravine. Yeah. And I'm honestly going to set up underneath their roost next week. I'm going to sit in the skunkweed in the ravine. I'm going to climb up the roost and grab them in the morning. <laughs> Just grab them, throw them in the truck, and that's that. <laughs> I'm going to throw them in the car. Well, again, uh, congratulations to Jacob and Catherine. That's awesome. And kind of cool that you guys got to you know, experience the harvest together. Uh, we did have my good buddy Meg and his wife, Steve out. Unfortunately, yeah. it wasn't as successful, but they will get their turn as well. And oh, absolutely. it's always just nice to see that, that couple going out and doing their thing. Yeah. I've, uh, share the experience. I've only taken one ex-girlfriend. Oh, well, she was my ex at the time, but taking one girl. I was going deep here, guys. <laughs> just start crying. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've only taken one out before and we had a cool experience where a buck walked by. Um, she was big enough to photography. So took some cool photos. Uh, we were set up this blind. And I mean, I, I do enjoy taking that out, taking someone out that you it's sharing the experience. Yeah. Especially for people that may not be geared towards, obviously Catherine has her hunting license. She was yeah. really dead set to get her first bird. And she did. Whereas when I took someone out, it was like, Oh, like, yeah, I just want to come take some photos, not participate in the hunt, not help me carry anything, obviously legal. And uh, it was just cool to see someone experience that for the first time of being in an animal's, you know, being in their environment. Yeah. No, um, I would agree with that. Yeah. So, I mean, this is probably going to be your last podcast ever. No, I'm just kidding. Last podcast until last Bear podcast Camp. Last podcast ever. Yeah, we're done. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, until Bear Camp. 
Yeah, is... uh, we're going to do one on the road, I think. We got a good six hours up north. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a long weekend, so we could be looking at seven-plus hours. Yeah. Uh, let's hope for the shorter end of that stick. Yeah. But we are planning to do a podcast on the way up. We got uh, Steve uh, S. Grimnick. He'll be joining us again. He loves the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Steve's joining us. Yeah, Steve's going to join us on that. And it'll be a good road trip. Uh, Pike is also opening yeah. up on West Nipissing area. That's about all the details I'm going to give on that. Yep. But uh, we're going to have a hell of a time Yeah. doing a so little like, bit of morning fishing, um, afternoon hunting. For guys going up for bear, I mean, we probably won't be able to get our bear ones out until after we're back, realistically. Yeah. So can we kind of go over some gears that some backpacker archery guys want to do? Yeah, we can get nothing, into a little bit of that. Yeah, nothing too intense, just yeah. like some essentials that we're bringing. Because um, we are doing this one, no generator, no power. Yeah, this one is just uh, on a property, a uh, good friend of my grandfather's, and he isn't going to be there, so we're going to have access to the full property. It's just the three of us, and we're taking in whatever, you know, it's, it's all going to be cooked on a fire, our foods. Yep. We've got our meals written down for prep yep. and we've got, I guess we could talk a little bit on the backpack side of things. That, that's what I kind of wanted to get yeah. into just for some guys that are about to leave and they're like, Oh, I almost forgot to bring that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's bare. Um, obviously I'm going in fully loaded. I've got a couple set of knives and I've mentioned what those are before my bear grillis. Yep. And I think it's bear my, grills. Is it Bear Grylls I, I, or Grylls? Every time you say it, I want to stab you because I'm like 99% sure That's it's Bear Grylls. That's rather aggressive. Um, Can I stab gonna... you with the Bear Grylls? Grylls? The Grylls, yes. The Grylls, <laughs> no. <Shut> um, <laughs> so I'll be going in with that. The Havlon um, headlamp, flashlight, first yep. aid kit, super essential. Yep. You're up north, guys. Don't really know what could happen up yep. there. Uh, the truck's obviously going to have one. Yeah, we're bringing yeah. a thermosel. Yeah, that's one crazy Absolutely. thing to ha- not have up there um, is a thermosel and yeah. a mesh bug net for the head is yep. my, obviously, my go-tos. Yeah, we're not cooking our meals where we're sleeping because that's just dumb. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have our food pretty... I know it's a hot spot for bears. Yeah, it's gonna. we're going to be bringing our food relatively far from where we're, I guess, relatively close, but nothing within yep. arm's reach, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're doing everything on the cast iron stuff. We're doing everything. Coffee in the percolator on the fire, which is pretty cool. Um, what else bring it up? Obviously, our bows, our broadheads, we're all sighted in. We're sighted in for turkey right now, but we're going to be ready for bear. Yeah, we're going to have a hell of a week packing. Oh, we yeah. got the trailer loaded um, up, the quad loaded up, yep. barrel, bait, yep. the whole nine yards. Yeah. Um, any other essential gear that you want to make sure no one else forgets? That you know, Obviously, everyone remembers to bring their camera. Don't forget your tag. Don't that, forget your yeah. broadheads. Yeah. And I guess for me, don't forget a freaking stabilizer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring two again. I mean, it's not that I haven't shot without one before, but ideally I'd like to shoot with my stabilizer. <laughs> that was that was an amazing weekend. All three of us just forget stuff. Oh, yeah. This is some Meg of the most... did great. She did. Yeah, she, did. she showed yeah. up prepared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> us, not so much. Yeah. Um, um, like, like you mentioned, this is going to be, uh, I know we've talked turkeys a couple times, but this is going to be the last one until probably around the May two, four time. Yeah. So, which is, I mean, is fairly enough. It's only just over a week away. Yeah. Thank you to all our listeners. Um, the Turkey talk seems to be the most listened to episode that we have. So, um, thank you. And I don't know if that's from coming up close to the season. Yeah. If it's, you know, we covered a lot of good points. 
But uh, it was really nice that we're right in that time and everyone chimed in, f- giving us a record high for that that being our number one listen to podcast. Yeah. Um, so to wrap this up, I do want to say, um, if you guys noticed in the intro, we have a new little bit. Yeah. So we worked out a deal. So basically, we're going to be able to offer you guys 15% off of titanium archery products. That includes their gear. That includes their stabilizers, string stops, whatever the hell you want yeah from titanium archery um so i mean it's definitely gonna help you out and you know we're really happy to help support them and there's Sam's. lots of people talking that tap is good so. yeah so i mean go ahead please use the promo code it's there for you yeah. tell your friends um and hopefully you enjoy those products as much as we do as much as jacob does as you just said yeah and uh i haven't seen one person disappointed with that yet not yet no so any anything uh, you want to add? No, that's great for me. I'm ready to uh, get some more gear packed up and yeah, we gotta get really start ready. brainstorming. It's it's always good to be ahead of schedule and yeah, really know what you're taking up. You just don't want to go into the woods forgetting something. Yeah, don't forget your uh, your camo. I don't want you to show up naked. That'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably won't do that. I'll okay, good. A little white and you tan myself. But, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for uh, tuning in to this week's episode. We will see you guys after the long weekend. Everyone have a safe long weekend, but yep. super exciting. If you're bear hunting, good luck. Yes. If you're turkey hunting, good luck. Yeah. Yeah, I guess a lot of people will still be out there smashing birds, hopefully. Yeah. Kay. Unlike us. Don't forget to post those pictures, guys. Tag us in it if you want. Use our hashtags. And don't forget to check out Titanium Archery Products. Use that new discount code. Thanks, everyone.